Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. What you're about to hear, this is a discussion that I had with Majority Leader uh, Chuck Schumer. Man, where do we go? What's going on? How do we get this voting rights, these voting rights bill passed? And and Chuck Schumer, look, Madison, here's I'm doing I, I'm pushing. I'm pushing hard. Uh, there's progress being made. And I got to tell you, in the discussion that we had in the interview, you're going to hear. He never once said, stop the hunger strike. It's not going to happen. And, and, and you know what? He could have easily said that out of concern. He really could have. So. This is the uh, a pre-recorded discussion we had with Majority Leader Chuck Charles Schumer. And first, let me thank you for your strength and fortitude. I look at you here because we're on a Zoom and I see that all the weight you've lost, but it's done out of conviction and strength. And I know Sharon's keeping an eye on you, so I feel better about that. Uh, but thank you. So these are, pro- these are the two most important bills that we can pass. One is called the Freedom to Vote Act, and that will undo all the horrible, often racist laws that these Republican legislatures are passing throughout the country. It would allow the Justice Department to go in and undo them. The second is called the John Lewis of Voting Rights Advancement Act, and that deals with undoing one of the worst decisions the Supreme Court made, the Shelby decision, which took off preclearance. And that would help in the future. It won't deal with the past laws, the laws they've already passed, these despicable laws. Raphael Warnock said it best, Senator Warnock of Georgia, our first African-American senator ever from Georgia, who we're so proud of, and I was so proud to enlist and support when I couldn't get Stacy to run. And he put it this way, Joe. He said, the Freedom to Vote Act is when your house is on fire and they send a fire truck over and put the fire out. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act is you build a first-class firehouse in your neighborhood so the fire doesn't occur again. We got to pass both of them, and we're working very hard to do it. Every one of the 50 senators supports the bill, but we'll never get Republicans. And we've proven that to Joe Manchin and everybody else, because we gave Joe uh, a couple of months, said, hey, we have a bill all Democrats support, including you, but... um, uh, we couldn't get Republicans. And, and let me then ask about the filibuster. This, this seems to also be a, a major concern. It, it, we, are we talking about a rule change with the filibuster? Uh, I, I had the, the, the former attorney general on, and he said, I, I was talking about carving. Everybody talks about carving out the filibuster. And he said, sort of humorously, the filibuster has been carved more than Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so what? What's the what's the strategy there? What's the, well, uh, the some of, some of us th- some of us think the filibuster is a turkey, <laughs> 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 but but the bottom line is this: that it has been changed in many ways. Now, Joe Manchin has said he doesn't want to abolish the filibuster. So we have said, okay, there are other ways to change the rules where we could still only need 50 votes to pass 
both the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. There are lots of ways to do it. In fact, Robert C. Byrd, the mentor of uh, uh, Joe Manchin, changed the rules, I think it is nine times, because he said his quote, I'm getting it almost verbatim, when circumstances change, the rules have to change. So there are things we can propose. We can propose a talking filibuster, let him talk for a period of time, but then we close it with 50 votes. We could say, okay, we guarantee, I would as majority leader, guarantee um, that there'd be a whole number of Republican amendments allowed on the floor, but then we'd close the debate with 50 votes. There are various rules changes that are not abolishing the filibuster that would allow us to get to our goal. And as we speak, uh, there are members, uh, the Rules Committee and others, exploring this with Joe Manchin. The, there was some time ago, and uh, uh, we had you on, and and I and and I think this was uh, before you were um, the majority leader. But you said if you became the majority leader, which you are, uh, you said hold our feet to the fire. Right. Hold our feet to the fire. Absolutely. And and so, uh, what what is it? The our audience. We, I mean, we've been asking people. Yes, your call. audience. There have been marches, meetings. Um, what, what is it we should be doing to make right. sure that this happens? Keep up the drumbeat. I so respect and we need all of the anger and the protests, et cetera, that have occurred here. They've had an effect on the whole Senate and on the whole country. The whole country as a whole wants to change these, undo these horrible Republican laws. So now we're in the final stages and we're asking people to keep up the pressure calling their senators, telling them how important this is. I don't care, Democrat or Republican. Telling them we have to get this done, telling them democracy is at stake. And, and this transcends race, does it not, Senator? Yeah, let me yeah. give you an example that, that is not, a, it's, 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 it's Jim Crow, but it's also John and Jane Crow, as I think you sometimes call James Crow Esquire. James Crow, that's what you say on your show, yeah. Right. Um, let me give you an example in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, it's largely white state. Um, they wanted to say, tell students that if you want to vote, you got to have a car and register the car. Uh, it's like a poll tax. It's a modern version, a New Hampshire version of a poll tax. It's aimed at young people. And the redistricting, Wisconsin, you know, which is, is a state that has a significant African-American population, but a larger white population, 53% of the people voted, this is what Holder's talking about, 53% of the people voted for the state assembly throughout Wisconsin Democratic, and they have one third of the seats. Thank you, Senator. Appreciate you. And well, again, prayers, prayers for you and Sharon. Please stay healthy. We need you, but keep up the fight. We need you to keep doing that as well. And no one does it better than Joe Madison. Let me... Um... Let me add a letter that just went out to the colleagues in the Senate, his colleagues in the Senate. And it's a, it's a very lengthy letter. Um, letter uh, it's a, a dear colleague letter he sent out December 20th. And it's a reflection as he started out, dear colleagues, as we reflect on the first session in the 117th Congress 
uh, a, a, a session which began with Republicans in the majority, but quickly switched to Democrats controlled, controlled by the slimmest of margins and has become the longest 50-50 Senate in history. And he goes on to say, we should be proud of our accomplishments. But we should also be determined to finish the work that remains undone. And he goes into, we passed the American Rescue Plan and the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act and other historic pieces of legislation. Now, let me... Uh, fast forward to the discussion about the um, about the uh, voting rights bills and the letter reads please be advised that shortly after the 117th Congress resumes in January because the interview you just heard we did before they went to recess. The Senate will consider voting rights legislation. Please be advised in January when we get back as early, now listen to this letter, as early as the first week back Previous attempts to simply debate such legislation have been obstructed by Republican filibusters, effectively defending the voter suppression and election nullification laws passed by so many Republican state legislatures on party lines with simple majorities. We all agree that the right to vote is the cornerstone of our democracy. With that in mind, now he's talking to the other senators, writing to them. This is in writing. I would ask you to consider this question. If the right to vote is the cornerstone of our democracy, then how can we in good conscience allow for a situation in which the Republican Party can debate and pass voter suppression laws at the state level with only a simple majority vote, but not allow the United States Senate to do the same. If Senate Republicans continue to abuse the filibuster and prevent the body, meaning the Senate, from considering this bill, then the Senate will then consider changes to any rules which prevent us from debating and reaching final conclusion on important legislation. Members on both sides have spent years bemoaning Senate gridlock yearning for the Senate to operate as it once did, 
with members participating, legislating, debating, publicly choosing a side. That is how the Senate worked before rules were weaponized to allow a minority of senators to prevent the body from mere consideration of legislation. The American people also decry this deadlock. I believe our constituents deserve to know which senators choose to hide behind ill-conceived and abused rules and which senators prefer to restore Senate floor procedures to better align with founders' intentions. As former Senator Robert C. Byrd said in 1979, Senate rules that seem to appropriate in the past must be changed to reflect changed circumstances. Let me repeat. This is Robert Byrd. This is Manchin's mentor. This is Manchin's mentor. Senate rules that seem appropriate in the past must be changed to reflect changed circumstances. Therefore, as with the Build Back Better, members will be given the chance to debate on the Senate floor and cast a vote so that their choice on this matter is clear and available for everyone to see. To further discuss these critical issues, we will hold a virtual special caucus on the evening of Tuesday, December 21st, which is today. The longest night of the year. Let me repeat. To further discuss these critical issues, we will hold a virtual special caucus on the evening of Tuesday, December 21st, the longest night of the year. Finally, I want to thank you for your patience and dedication over this past session. We have accomplished much, but we have much to do. Sincerely, Charles E. Schumer, United States Senator. Bam. There you go. Drop the mic. <laughs> you can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.